Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Well, good morning and welcome to this week's edition of The Golf Show. Right here on 93.7 The Fan, I am Mike Dodorich. I'm your host every Saturday morning from 7 to 8 a.m. And you could also kind of headline this as, this is uh, the this week's edition of who is planning on the PGA Tour, when and where. Um, when they said that the PGA Tour schedule was going to be fluid until they could get all the I's dotted and the T's crossed, they weren't kidding. Um, the 11th PGA Tour event was canceled this week when the John Deere Classic uh, informed the tour that they weren't going to be able to meet the standards and regulations uh, that are in place for uh, tour events, and that event was supposed to be July 9th through 12th. So the PGA Tour, which loses a ton of money, I think it's I think I read 17 million dollars each week that there is not a golf tournament, they're not going to uh, leave a hole um, in their schedule when they have had a bunch of tournaments, 11, that have canceled for the year. So uh, there is a move um, in, in motion uh, that something very rare is going to happen on the PGA Tour. The, mo- the Memorial Tournament, Jack Nicklaus's tournament out in Dublin, Ohio, in the um, Muirfield Village Golf Club, is going to be played July 16th through 19th. Word is now, and I confirmed this with some phone calls yesterday, the tour has reached out to Muirfield Village and Jack Nicholas to see if Muirfield would be interesting interested in hosting a regular tour event at Muirfield Village the week before the memorial. Now that hasn't been done since uh, what was it, 2014 when. Uh, Pinehurst, <clears throat> excuse me, number two, hosted the Men's Open, and then the next week hosted the Women's Open. Um, 
contact has been made, and that is under consideration. One of the reasons that the tour um, is so interested in Muirfield Village is they can keep the players at the same place for two weeks, you know, eliminating travel, eliminating outside contact, and have everything right there that they need. Um, there are obviously other places that they're considering. Um, Detroit, Akron, Lexington, Lexington, Kentucky, and Carmel, Indiana are also um, supposedly in the running. Um, it, that's interesting. That, that, and that would be kind of cool. I don't know why exactly, but I'm sure they would keep it in such a way that the fill-in event would not take anything away from the Memorial, which is you know, one of the elite tournaments every year. Um, but if they don't come to some sort of agreement with Muirfield Village, Columbus has some other pretty good golf courses, too. Um, Ohio State's Scarlet Course uh, has played uh, host to a number of, trying to think what the tour was named during those times, uh, but over the years, the Hogan Tour, the Corn Ferry Tour, the Dot Com Tour, uh, have, many of them have played at the Scarlet Course, which is a good golf course in its own right. Um, Scioto Country Club is one of the classic courses um, anywhere. Um, so, you know, the, uh, the Senior Open uh, was held at Scioto in 2016, and um, this year the Scarlet Course is supposed to hold a Corn Ferry event August 20 to 23rd. Everybody's being um, pretty closed mouth about that, but that is a possibility, um, and I, I don't want to keep saying this, but I have said all along that, that we, we shouldn't get all attached to the schedule as we see it today, because you just don't know when... You know, one of these tour event sites is going to have, you know, a, a breakout of, of the, the disease. And then if that happens, you know, then, then all bets are off. So it's going to be one of those deals this year where you have to roll with the punches, um, go with the flow, whatever you want to call it. Um, it's it, it's going to be a test for everybody. I saw somebody posted the other day, said, would, would somebody please unplug 2020 and plug it in again? Um, I think everybody probably feels that way. Um, locally, I wanted to make sure uh, I, I remembered to, to mention this. Uh, the Tri-State PGA gets their season started uh, this coming Wednesday. It's the Golf Max Head Pro Championship at Wildwood Golf Club in Allison Park. 
so that's the official kickoff in the new schedule. Um, and that, that'll be great to have our local guys get the opportunity to get out and play some golf too. Um, as far as we know at the moment, the Charles Schwab challenge is still going to be the restart of the PGA Tour. It's going to happen June 11th. It's got the top five players in the world golf rankings. First time that's ever happened for Colonial. Um, Roy McElroy, Justin Thomas, John Rahm, Brooks Kepka, and Dustin Johnson will all be there. Um, you know, there's all kinds of cute little numbers here. Of the top 20 in the standings, um, 17 of those guys will be at Colonial. Uh, and a lot of those guys that I just named are bombers. And bombers are not actually required at Colonial. That's a shot maker's course. Um, I'll still always remember, <clears throat> excuse me, Corey Pavin back, huh, this has got to be close to 20 years ago, I suppose. Um, he won there. And he's in a field with, you know, some long hitters of the day. And he just kept hitting the ball down the middle of the fairway on the greens. And when the day was over, he was a winner. So it'll be interesting to see how the, the <laughs> big boys uh, like Colonial. It's a, like I said, it's a tight course. It rewards uh, shot making. And um, <laughs> that will be fun. And, and I look forward to that. Uh, also this week, the European Tour has released its latest version of its schedule. <clears throat> They're going to start their season, well, re resume their season, actually, the last full weekend in July when the first of six tournaments in England and Wales will take place. And, of course, depending on what the restrictions are at that point, but that's the plan. Um, they are going to be played on, on some of the best uh, golf courses in England and Wales, including three former Ryder Cup venues, two at Celtic Manor in Wales, one at the Belfry in England. So, you know, those are, those are uh, world no, worldwide known golf courses, and um, they'll, they'll be fun to watch as well. Uh, the purse at each event is going to be a million euros, and the tour said it will add 500,000 euros for the U.K. Swing for Charities. Um, so, uh, like the PGA Tour, there will be no spectators allowed, and they're also going to have four Rolex Series events. The Scottish Open and the BMW PGA Championship at Wentworth in October, the Ned Bank Challenge in South Africa, and the DP World Tour Championship in Dubai in December. Um, Scott Pelley, the, the um, man in charge of the European Tour, says he hopes to see he hopes to announce the rest of the schedule 
which would total about 24 events to be announced later. Um, Hopefully we are getting to the point where we can actually say that on a national level, we are putting our one foot ahead of the other, and um, maybe we'll have golf competitions here before too long. Um, yeah, the last last Sunday was the match. Uh, obviously, a bunch of you watched based on the numbers. My reaction, yeah, okay. Um, it's a miserable weather day. Um, Tom Brady split his pants. Um, you know, there was there was a little bit of smack talk being exchanged between Tiger and Phil, but. I'm, I don't know about anybody else, but I'm ready for real golf. And I know that was, um, you know, a Sunday afternoon where we didn't have to be scrolling through Netflix for something to watch. Um, but I'm ready for real competition. And, and I think a lot of people are. And I wanted to tell you this little story, <clears throat> kind of a personal story. <laughs> uh, I got out and played for the first time on Monday. Yes, believe it or not, I played my first round of the year <clears throat> on Memorial Day. Now, that's very odd. Um, I'm usually one of those guys who were out in late March sometimes. But um, being of the age where uh, you, I, I have to be careful, um, because of the virus, I hadn't gone out, and the weather hadn't been all that great either. So anyway, I got to play on, on um, Monday. <laughs> we're playing. We had a foursome, and we're, and we're moving along, having a good time. And we get to the 17th hole at uh, Manor Valley, uh, owned by our friend Vince D'Augustine. We, the hole is a straight downhill tee shot, and then a short approach into the green. Um, The difficulty is that there are a couple little, for lack of a better term, cutouts on either side. They're not bunkers. They're just holes where this little stream runs through them, and then it gets over to the other side of the fairway, and there's a couple more over there. So over the years, when I've played there, I've always had a, a hard time finding a way to keep the ball in the fairway and not in the water. So I hit it left again. Not, not terribly left, but a little. But I thought it still might catch some ground and, and bounce up further. So we get down there, and we're looking for another ball. We find it. We go looking for mine. It's nowhere to be found in the grass. So one of the other guys in the group said, hey, Mike, come over here. Look at this. I think I found your ball. So I go over. Yep, he did find the ball. And apparently what happened, my ball hit the left side of this opening which has been built up over the years with rocks, and it ricocheted with 
some force to the other side of that little opening, which was, I don't know, three or four feet wide maybe. (laughs) It ricocheted so hard that it was embedded in those rocks. We tried to move it. We tried to lift the rocks. Nothing. It was in there. And, you know, as far as I'm concerned, it's in there forever. So, Vince, the next time you're down there, uh, and uh, see if you can extricate that thing for me, will you? Uh, I think it was a semi-new ball. Just kidding. Anyway, it was nice to be out. I'm sure many of you have been out a lot, and that's great. Um, And if you're going out today, it looks like you're going to have another really good day. So enjoy it. And for us, we are now at the time for our first break. Um, 2020 sports update, uh, some commercials. And when we come back, we're going to talk about a golf league that is almost as old as I am. Almost, but not quite. We'll do that on the other side of the break. You're listening to The Golf Show on Sports Radio 93.7 The Fan.